0: Hello and welcome to the MS for Mama podcast. I'm your host, Abby Halberstadt, Happy Wife, Mama to 10, Bible-believing Christian, and I'm so excited you're here and we get to do this together today. This is the very first episode of this podcast, and in the future, we're going to delve into all kinds of topics from motherhood, of course, to culture, to what the Bible says about who we are, happy topics, sad topics, hard topics, good topics, and everything in between. But today, I wanted to give you a little bit of background on why so many people in the world call me mama, other than the 10 biological children who legitimately can use that term because they came out of my very own body. I get messages and DMs and emails all the time that just start with the phrase, hey, mama, and then they proceed to pour out their life story to tell me their hurts and their sorrows, to ask me for prayer, to give me advice, to ask me for advice. There's a lot of give and take in these messages, but it's funny to me that they don't even remember that I have a real name. Most of that is because I've gone by the blog name, Emma's for Mama, for years and years, but it wasn't always that name, and I haven't always been that interested in blogging. However, I have always loved to write. Many, many years ago, back when I was six, seven, eight years old, when people would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would say an astronaut, or an actor, or an architect, or an author. Apparently, all things A appealed to me. Um, All of the rest of those went by the wayside except for author. That always remained as a dream in my heart, and while it never came to fruition in published form until just a few years ago with my first book, Emma's for Mama, A Rebellion Against Mediocre Motherhood, I wrote steadily, whether it was scribbling stories on a piece of paper, writing poetry when I was younger, writing essays as I was an English major in college, um, I wrote a novel, which does not need to see the light of day when I was in my twenties. And then I started blogging about a dozen years ago, actually a little bit longer with a little tiny blog called PickyFlix.com. Um, it combined a love that I had of funky little out of the way films, which were clean of junky content, but also well done. So I was kind of a film snob. I loved well-reviewed. Critically acclaimed films, but it was kind of hard to find them without a bunch of sex and violence and gratuitous language and all of that. And so I had this extremely niche site where I blogged about clean, funky, out of the way films that I had um, read or watched and enjoyed. And that's how my blogging career started. I had no intention of ever being a mama blogger or a lifestyle blogger or a home decor blogger, all of which I have done at certain points in the last dozen years or so. I actually had a friend who noticed how much I love to write and noticed my interest in getting published. And she said, you know what you should do is you should start blogging. And I was barely on Facebook at that point. Instagram was in its infancy. Social media had not blown up to be this giant form of um, mass interaction that it is now and a way to really be seen by the world. And blogs were just starting to pop up and be popular. And I was very resistant. Interestingly enough, for how many pictures I have taken of my children at this point, I didn't do a good job of uh, photographing and documenting memories because I really didn't like technology. And again, you may be chuckling and thinking, lady, this is what your job is. This is what you do. And yet we can often find things out about ourselves that limit us and push past them to become, better at things to grow, to mature, to gain skills that we didn't have before. And that's what I had to do to become a blogger because I really didn't know how to work a camera. I didn't like smartphones. I wasn't interested in computers, any more than anything beyond typing out things on a Word document. And so I was really resistant to this friend suggesting this and kept saying like, no, that's not my thing. I'm not interested. I don't have time. At the time I had two small sons And, um, I was a busy mama of young children. I was um, building a house with my husband and I say that loosely because he definitely did the vast majority of the grunt work, but we work in tandem together, sourcing things, um, finding the materials building, you know, of course I'm watching children. I'm mothering, I'm teaching, I'm wiping bottoms, all that stuff. And I thought, I just, I just don't have time for this. And it wasn't until I started reading some articles on the best way to grow an audience to get published eventually, one day maybe, um, after I had already kind of done a, um, a version of the publishing process with that novel that I mentioned, trying to shop it to an agent, try to get people interested, try to get the agent to take it to a publisher. It's a whole thing. And without an audience, without a readership, it's hard to get people interested in what you have to say. So I thought, well, okay, if writing a blog, which is something that I might be able to fit in during nap time or after the kids go to bed or while they're playing outside, if that will allow me to reach people so that someday I could write something legitimate, you know, like a real book, then I guess I'll consider it and pray about it. And as I talked to Sean, he really, that's my husband, my husband's name is Sean. He really encouraged me um, that that is something that was doable in this stage of my life and that I should pursue it. And so even after I had kind of pushed off this friend's advice for so long, one day Sean and I sat down. He's a software developer and extremely technologically savvy, whereas I am not um, and extremely good at figuring things out in the computer world, uh, whereas I am not naturally, and I'm so grateful for him, sat down and figured out a logo. We figured out a name. We made a header. We signed signed up on blogger.com. And the name of my first blog was five days, five ways. Um, And the reason for that is that I wanted to blog about five different topics, five different days of the week. Yep, Crazy. I went from, I don't have time for that to I think I'll make it a full time job, shall I? It wasn't. Exactly that, but it was a lot of work. So I had move it Monday, which was fitness. I'm a fitness instructor and have been for about 16 years. And so that was in my wheelhouse. And I wanted to talk about that. I had try it Tuesday, which was usually little DIY crafts or things that I wanted to try. Tutorials wardrobe Wednesday, huge thrifter here. And especially when my kids were young, one of my most enjoyable things, believe it or not, was to load them all up in the car with snacks and their sippy cups and head to Goodwill and find bargains. Um, we did that for hours, several, um, several times a month or sometimes even once a week. And so I would share my thrifted finds on wardrobe Wednesday, uh, five things Thursday was just kind of a smash up of anything that appealed to me that day. And then I got to use those movie reviews that I had done on picky flicks on Friday, which was called films on Friday. Um, and I did that for about a year and it was a, a grueling, hard, job that I got paid absolutely nothing for, but which was also really fulfilling because it was giving me an outlet for so many different interests that I had and helping me to hone my voice, helping me to hone my writing style, helping me to hone my photography skills. And also along the way, giving me an impetus to be a a better kind of steward of memories and a better documenter of our days as a family. So that blog became both a public outreach and a public ministry and a public way of growing a readership, but also a, uh, a way to document family memories. And I'm really grateful for all of those that I have saved on it now. Um, so I did that for over a year and I felt the Lord nudging me to maybe make a change, to make a shift, to be less scattershot and more focused on the things that he was teaching me specifically about motherhood. Um, and I didn't have a specific direction. I knew that I wanted to go I didn't have a specific new blog name necessarily, but one day I was going into I think it was around Mother's Day. I was going into this little boutique in my hometown to look for uh, a little disc that had a letter stamped on it. This was when those first became popular as necklaces, and I was going to get one with an S on it for my mother, whose name is uh, Beth, but we call her Softa, which is her grandma name it's Grandma in Hebrew. And so I was going to get an S for Softa and I was looking through all the little options and they didn't have an S. So I was about to leave. And just as I was turning away, a disc with the letter M on it caught my eye and I grabbed it and I took it to the register without really fully thinking through what I was doing. Checked out and walked out with a little baggie with a chain and the disc and sat in my car. And um, as a writer, maybe if you're a writer too, you'll relate to this. I think a lot of times in the paragraphs that I write, I formulate my thoughts into full sentences and order them in such a way that they, um, they kind of have a flow, and it doesn't mean that my thoughts are always flowing by any stretch. I am a mom. I have mom brain there are many times that I call the laundry room, the pantry, and the pantry, the mudroom, and can't find my phone when I'm holding it in my hand. But my, my thinking pattern tends to be rather writerly. It tends to be trying to form things into coherent thoughts and get them into a block of text. So I was, I was thinking why I was so drawn to this letter M. And kind of talking it through with the Lord in my car before I headed home to my kids. He really gave me this, um, this vision for what my blog could look like going forward and the direction that I could take that would be more focused, um, less kind of running around like a chicken with my head cut off, which is what I felt a little bit like I've been doing for a while. Um, and more honoring to him and clearer and more concise in my vision and what I really felt him making very clear to me was something that had been niggling at my brain um, for a while when we had built our uh, first house that I had mentioned before we had lived with my parents for about a year and a half Uh, no actually less than that maybe about a year while we built that house. We lived in the second story and rented from them while we had two little kids. We built that house. We moved into, and I became a fitness instructor at that point. Um, We moved into our um, semi-finished DIY house and continued working on it for many years after that. We had my third child, Della. And um, then I started blogging when I had three children. Then uh, about a year later is when I'm kind of working through all of this. And I had my first set of twins, Evie and Nola. So I had five children at that point. My five oldest, Ezra, Simon, Della, Evie, and Nola. And I was definitely doing all things mom. We were homeschooling. I was cooking meals. I was keeping the house. I was um, creating a home, decorating, fluffing the pillows. I was um, writing about motherhood a lot. I was taking pictures of my kids. But... If people were to ask me, I remember, especially when we lived in my hometown with my parents while we were building the house and I became a fitness instructor. If people were to ask me what my profession was, a lot of times I would tell them that I was a fitness instructor or rewinding a couple of years when I had taught high school Spanish um, for several years when Sean and I were just married and before and then When I um, had two small children, I continued teaching part time for two more years when Ezra and Simon were born. They were born back to back. So 18 months apart, got pregnant again after our first at nine months, super close together, which I love now, but which was really hard then. Um, When people asked me my profession, I would tell them that I was a high school Spanish teacher. And the thing about it is if you tell someone that you're a high school Spanish teacher or a fitness instructor or even a blogger, you'll get lots of oohs and ahs from people who feel like you have talents and, um, and abilities that they don't. Some will say, wow, you speak Spanish. That's so impressive. You can handle high school kids. I can do that. You're a fitness instructor. I should really get back in shape. You blog, man, I can't get computers at all, which I wanted to say me either. That's my husband. But my point is, they will value your skills, especially if they have different skills or feel like they can't measure up to that. They will compliment you. They will be very impressed. And it is very ego-stroking to be able to tell someone that you do something and have them give you a positive response, right? And I found myself as I was sitting in that car talking to the Lord about this little disc with an M which shouldn't invent much of anything. I found myself telling the Lord that I had liked that attention too much now. I don't think there's anything wrong with, uh, recognizing that someone's appreciation for you is helpful, that it's encouraging, that it is, that it builds you up. But I will tell you that when people ask me what I did, even after I had quit, um, teaching high school Spanish, even after the vast majority of my days were spent and I do really mean vast majority like all day every day was spent with my five children taking care of them teaching them investing in them that I did not tell people I am a mama and I spend my days taking care of investing in and teaching my children I didn't tell them that first why because in our society you know it's so common to be a mama in any society all you need is to be a woman To be a mother and that doesn't mean you will be a mother. It doesn't mean that you will choose it. It doesn't mean that your body will cooperate. It doesn't mean that you will be guaranteed or will want such a thing. However, the option is potentially there. And so people say, well, if 50% of the population have the option potentially there, that's not special, that's not necessarily important, that's kind of ho-hum. My response to, you're a mom, is to say, oh, that's nice, and to move on with the conversation. And when you have... Sort of the option of, oh, that's nice, or wow, that's impressive, we tend to go for wow, that's impressive. In our flesh, we want people to be impressed with us. In our, um, in our very human desires, we want people to compliment us. And so while I don't think that I was intentionally leaving out that I was a mama, I definitely told people that I was a mother of five beautiful children. I didn't hide it. I could tell that I was finding my identity or placing more value in the reactions I got from people who were impressed by what I had done before. I was quote, just a mom. And the Lord was convicting me that there is nothing just about being a mother. That it is an incredible high and holy calling, that it is something to embrace, not because it is better than other high and holy callings, not because it is better than celibacy and serving the Lord in that way. Not because it is better than someone who can't have children and who chooses to serve the Lord in a different way or is waiting to get married and hasn't gotten there yet and is serving the Lord in a different way. Um, it isn't. The Lord can use every single one of those things. In fact, the Bible tells us very clearly that whatever it is that you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever it is that you do, do it all for the glory of God. So I was pricked and convicted that I needed to be embracing the fact that I already was a mama of five kids. And whether that impressed people or not, I already was striving to do that for the glory of God. And I should declare that boldly. To culture that maybe needed to hear that this is not something that we need to shy away from that this is not something that we need to shrug off that this is not something that we need to treat in a marginal way simply because sure fifty percent of the population has the potential to do it. So I was looking at that M and I thought this may be a little weird. If I start wearing an M around my 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 neck, my name's Abby. um, People are going to be wondering. And I thought, well, what a great opportunity if they do ask. And um, you won't be able to see it from here, but I have this awesome necklace that my kids got me that has a mama bear on it. They just got me this for Christmas. And then it has 10 cubs on it with their initials stamped on it in descending order from my oldest to my youngest. And I absolutely love that. Wear it close to my heart. But I also still have that Disc with the M on it. I haven't always worn it, but I have um, on and off through the years. And I have usually I haven't always worn it because I wear it on a delicate chain, and some toddler grabs it and snaps it, and then I don't get it fixed for a while. But I have worn it on and off through the years as that reminder and as that conversation starter when someone says, "Hey, uh, isn't your name Abby? Why do you wear an M?" Where I can tell them that I wear this M close to my heart to remind me of a um, a charge. That the Lord has given me to do well, to remind me of a privilege that I have been bestowed with, to remind me of a responsibility that I carry each and every day to execute this calling of motherhood with gravity, with joy, with humor, with um, discipline, with follow through, with consistency. And so as I was looking at that M, it occurred to me what the name of my next blog should be how that shift should happen, where that should all go. And I really think all that came from the Lord, um, that he was telling me, I have laid out this path for you. This is the straight and narrow that you are to walk in going forward in this blogging endeavor. And so I did. I changed um, with Sean's help, of course, because we've already established I'm not good at doing this on my own. Um, and it's definitely Sean that helped me set up everything here helped me set up my camera, helped me do the computer and the mic and everything. And again, having such an involved and supportive husband is such a gift. But as we worked through kind of what the logistics of changing the logo and changing the blog look and, and all of kind of those nitty gritty things, the thing that was resonating in my heart was, yes, this is what I was Meant to be doing with this particular aspect of my life. This is the direction that he has for me now that happened almost 10 years ago. And if you're wondering how much longer it took for blogging and taking pictures and sharing and answering DMS that started with, Hey mama to come to fruition. And that dream in my heart that I had when I was six, seven, eight years old, so many years ago, uh, it took another. Seven or so years, seven or eight years beyond when I changed my blog name. And I really felt like I was called to do that in obedience to what the Lord was asking me to declare boldly, not as a marketing ploy and not as something that would ultimately be a really recognizable name for a lot of people, not as something that would ultimately replace my given name. Um, so I just really want to encourage you, as fellow mamas, if you are a mama, mom, mommy, mother, mom, mommy, however you you, uh, think of yourself and whatever your children call you in that role, if you get discouraged sometimes feeling like the world so often tells you that you are doing something that is marking time until you can do the real thing that the Lord has called you to. If you feel weighed down sometimes by the dismissiveness of the world telling us that that's nice. Great, good for you. Now, what is it that you're actually going to contribute? I want to encourage you that in the midst of the Lord telling me that this was to be my focus professionally as a mother, he was also giving me a way forward into other avenues, but it took years and it was his timing and it was his purpose that was revealed, and it was um, it was his way that it happened in. So if you're thinking, as so many mamas do, that no one notices your sacrifices, that this title of mama is light and insubstantial in the eyes of the world. That doesn't matter. In the eyes of God, it carries great weight and has great worth. And he has called us to it. Not because we are so inherently good at it. Not because we are so inherently excellent. Because so many of us, all of us really, are mediocre without Christ. All of us struggle with that baseline desire in many ways, even if they don't manifest exactly the same way, to let ourselves off the hook, to do it the easy way, to coast, to to crumble under the stress and the burden of day in and day out, of not enough sleep, of whining, of bad attitudes of preteen hormones, whatever it is that the stage we're in is bringing to our plate that feels like too much. The Lord already knew that we were going to have that. The Lord was preparing us for that. And I was really encouraged. I am encouraged looking back and I was encouraged along the way, but especially where I am now looking back to see that it was the Lord that changed my blog name, that it was the Lord that had me pick that little disc up. I know that sounds very lofty, but I really see his hand in the way that he changed and softened my heart and gave me boldness to be grateful for this calling. He gave me a desire to encourage women to be authentic in their motherhood and as they search the scriptures to understand that Jesus is undergirding every one of the things that we do well and he's also holding us up in the things that we struggle with. I hope this is an encouragement to you today, going forward, that what you do as a mama matters. We won't always just talk about motherhood here on Them It's for Mama podcast, but I wanted to start out with that story of how that name came to be and my heart in this so you would understand that I am cheering for you, that the Lord has good things in store for you as you go through the hard and the fun and the good and the bad and the highs and the lows of motherhood, and that I am so excited that you're here and that we get to do this together.